Welcome to the Reinvent Your World broadcast. My name is Donna Woolham and I'm your host. My goal is for every woman to know that God loves you and He's for you. And no matter where you are today, you can start right now and create an incredible new life. Let's get started into the show, okay? I have to tell you, I am really excited to introduce to you today's guest. Barbara Masonette is someone I've known for quite a while, and she is the kind of woman that you want to know. She is full of joy and life and wisdom and experience. She is so funny and incredibly patient. Uh, if you knew the backstory of today's interview, you would understand why I say that. So Barbara is, lives in San Diego, California. She's a life and business coach, and we'll talk a, a, quite a bit more about that. She is a single divorced pre-COVID homeschool mama of one amazing son. And I think it's important to note that that's pre-COVID. This is a choice she made, not mm -hmm. a choice that was made for her. And some of the things that she loves to do, and I love this because it's kind of the indoor, the outdoor, the, the broad diversity of her personality. She loves puzzling, but she also loves hiking and going on vacation and trying new recipes. So maybe we'll have to have a recipe swap. Barbara, what do you think? <laughs> I have to be honest. It's recipes that my son does. I've now um, tasked him that once a week he has to uh cook one meal so we find recipes and then he cooks it so i'll have to see if he's open to the swap because he's well, doing the cooking right now all righty then well maybe <laughs> i have a, a super simple very family driven recipe for a coconut pie i don't know if you guys oh, like coconut pie but i love coconut <gasps> oh nice well i'll see if he'll swap me one of his okay. recipes for the the grandmother Lewis coconut pie. So love it. I love it. <laughs> Barbara, I, one of the things that I ask you before we start our interview is to share a favorite scripture. And as I read this and I thought about the people that listen to our broadcast, Deuteronomy 31, eight, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. And I think that especially in the times that we're living in, that is such a powerful, powerful scripture for all of us to remember. Mm -hmm. Yes, it comes to my mind a lot. And I was, and I, and I was, yeah, it just, it's, it's so needed. I mean, it's so needed anytime, but it's just, it feels like we need it more now. I don't know why, <laughs> but it just feels like it. And it's just a good reminder that like, okay, he's right next to me. So whatever trials or obstacles that we're going through, it's, it's just, it's something that's implanted in me that like, he's right here. He's right next to yeah. us and he's walking with us. So yeah, I really yeah. needed that and, reminder. And you are a life and business coach. So mm -hmm. you are touching people's lives in some of the, the most difficult places in their life right now. I mean, I, I'm sure that you've seen a broad spectrum, but you are, you specialize in coaching businesses who have been in business long enough to know it's time to move up to the next level and they're ready to partner with a coach to teach them how. So mm -hmm. when people are coming to you and they know that this is a, a time to level up, but they're looking at the world around them, I'm sure that you have to kind of work through some mindset and some different things. Would that be true? 
I do. Yes. The coaching that I do um, includes life coaching um, unless they specifically say, no, I don't want to do any life coaching. Let's just focus on the business coaching. But naturally the training I had has to do it's ontological training. So I, I incorporate a lot of the life coaching elements of mindset and, you know, identifying blueprints that we had and really looking at, um, you know, how we're doing on, on certain things like boundaries, honoring boundaries, or, you know, parameters in our lives, or, you know, what we tell ourselves every day or the stories that we believe, because it, it does kind of just transfer often subconsciously into building a business. And so when yeah. we kind of tackle some of those mm, things we bring into our business and we kind of unlayer them and work through them and find um, freedom in them or healing, or sometimes we just have to let them go. That's when you really start to see the businesses even um, level up at a greater velocity and um, even more quickly. So it's really yeah. twofold that I, that, that I, that I enjoy um, uh, offering to my clients. Mm, I love that. Love that. Well, you know, in our broadcast, what we're, what we really focus on is helping people find a way back through after they've faced some challenges. And these are primarily women who know that there's more out there in life for them, but because of a, I call it a life altering situation, a life altering situation. It could be a loss. It could be a gain. It could be any kind of thing, but it, but they went to bed one way and the next day life changed for them. Mm -hmm. So what I love to do personally is to help people reclaim their life in that moment. And so could, do you have a time like that where you faced a life altering event or situation that you would like to talk to us about today? Sure. Yes. I, um, I was thinking about how to answer this. Um, and I believe the last time I, I was with you, I spoke about um, how my husband decided that he didn't want to be married any longer. And he walked out on me and my one-year-old son at the time. And it was, it was life-altering, especially for somebody that had prayed and waited and was like, okay, you know, here I am. And I'm going to, this is how I thought it was going to be, right? blessed with this wonderful marriage and come to find out that's not what happened at all. So mm -hmm. that was, that was, a, that was a tragedy in and of itself for what it was, but then just, you know, a faith tragedy on my end, like really having to work through, wow, you know, d d promises and things I expected that God would do. And, you know, and that's not how he works. And it just, there was just, mm -hmm. There was a lot there. And then uh, less than a year later, my father passed away super unexpectedly, wow. just out of the blue. And so I just kind of got um, faced with quite a few um, life altering experiences that happened. This was, this was probably about 10 years ago. And then um, as I was thinking about this question, one of the things that, that just landed on me as my most recent life altering was um, was a loss of friendships. And I didn't realize until I was thinking about, you know, speaking with you today, like how incredibly powerful that that was to um, to now a single mom, right? A single mom who's, 
you know, make, trying to make it work. I, I work to stay so that my son could be near his dad. So I live in a, you know, in a place without any family help and, you know, here I am. It, it's not necessarily, you know, the cheapest place to live that, 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 that I have, that I have to live in. So, um, I work really hard and I didn't realize the power of that loss until it happened in the last mm. couple of years, multiple times. And I was like, you know, with no explanations, just friendships, wow. friends that walked away. And that for me has been probably the biggest life altering thing that's happened to me in the last couple of years is losing friends that I thought, oh, this is it. Like we're in this, you know what I mean? Like we're going to be friends till, you know, we're going to be sitting on the porches, you know, rocking mm -hmm. on the rocking chairs, drinking lemonade at 90 and they're no longer. And it, that's, that's been pretty, that's been pretty devastating for me. And I've really had to work through that. So I know that was three, but they're kind of in chronological order and they just kind of yeah. all work together as far as really facing some, you know, life altering events that's happened to me. Yeah. You know, and I, I do not discount the power of relationship and friendship in particular mm -hmm. because of, and I might not have thought about that, except that the experience that I had of moving away from mm -hmm. all of my friends. And so they were over there and over time, those relationships just break down. Yeah. And all of a sudden you find yourself thinking, you know, and, and some people might think, well, this is a silly thing, but it's like, all of a sudden mm -mm. there's not anybody to go have a cup of coffee with right. or it, it, to sit down and talk mm -hmm. about life with. And you're thinking, wow, am I really out here all alone in the middle of all of this? So, it's so true. It's so, and, and, and you're right. I, I just really didn't think about it until I had to, you know, just, I mean, I knew it was as I'm going through, it was terrible. And then it, it's repeated itself a couple times with no explanations. I have no idea that that's maybe a difficult part too, is, you know, just the complexity of friendships and understanding and people and how they deal with conflict and how they deal with, you know, different elements of just walking this, this earth and yeah. how they, how they handle or how they just contribute or not contribute to, to relationships. And then there you are, right? Like yourself, like, um, so now I'm really like by myself and people that I had hoped and counted would be there are no longer there with no explanation. Just wow. wow. So it's, wow. it's, I don't know what the right word is. It's, it's sad, but it's also just enlightening to see the complexity of how people navigate through relationships and, and mm -hmm. how it impacts and how it impacts, you know, each person. And it's a broad, broad kind of how a friendship touched your life. And so when it's is over, how mm -hmm. it, uh, how your life looks then. So in that, I mean, because that's, you're finding it sounds like Barbara, the, your marriage, your dad, your friends, what are, what would you say that you discovered about yourself as you were going through that, that you thought, wow, I didn't know that was in there or, wow, I didn't know I could do that. What, what would be something that you could say you discovered about yourself through the hardship? 
that's that's a that's a that's a tough question to answer because you just discover so much. But if I had to pick one thing, it would be um, oh well, I'm gonna cheat, Donna. I'm gonna say two. Um, resilience. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> resilience, but but resilience with empathy because it it it, it could mm. have been so easy, especially in the divorce and then with these friendships. It could have been so easy, right? Like for me to just become so bitter and so um, you know angry because you know, it wasn't justified or, you know, I didn't do necessarily anything to deserve this. You know, I I didn't, you know, steal all of their shoes and ran away, you know, in these (laughs) friendships. So there's not a reason really that I could think of. And I racked my brain and racked my brain for, for this, for these, these losses. Um, So I really was intentional about not becoming angry or bitter. And as a result, I learned some empathy, um, some more empathy or, or a lot of empathy and, you know, combined with just resilience, just as a woman, as a, as a woman of faith, that's like, right. That goes back to my verse. Like I'm not alone. God's going to be with me. And here I am forging onto the next, the next piece of my journey. Right. And it just happens to be without a husband that I thought was going to be there, or it happened to be without you know, a few of these friendships that I thought for sure would be with me till the end. Yeah. So yeah. those are my two words. I cheated. Sorry, Donna. That's okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. okay. <laughs> so how did you gain balance in all of that? I mean, because that must've been just another, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it that in my thought process, if I was looking at you, then it, it would just be like another little piece of your heart, another little piece of trust Mm. that you're saying, wow. So how did you gain any kind of balance in that? I mean, a mom of a small child away from your family, losing your friends, how, where was your balance? You know, that's, that's something that's, that's like a pinnacle in coaching. It's, it's one of the buzzwords, you know, that um, oftentimes people, really, you know, come to, to learn how to create balance. And so Mm -hmm. I knew in these moments that I needed to put into practice, you know, like walk the talk, right. Is that it? Talk the walk, walk the talk, right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. I knew I needed to implement what it was. And so I was very, very intentional about allowing. So the balance comes from allowing the emotions. So I had a lot of tears right? And there was definitely some anger and I allowed all of that. I let it, you know, be there. And then after each emotional response I had to each of these losses, I intentionally made a choice at that point, like Mm. moving forward, what's going to be my empowering choice. And I know that my empowering choice was not going to be bitter or anger or, you know, long lasting or resentful. And so then I would just make an empowering choice to move forward, whether it was find joy in something or, um, you know, cause I homeschool like, okay, today we're going to have a hands-on day. So here we go. We're going to go hiking (laughs) (laughs) and we're going to, you know, cook something. And, you know, I just really, you gotta, you gotta throw some lightness into this because if you, everybody has tragedy and loss in their life. If you let it like, consume you and bring you down, it's really hard to come back up. 
and it, it, yeah. it, it could kind of just keep you there. So I just, I faced every emotion that I had in the, in the process and then allowed it and then just really made intentional, empowering choices to only move forward, only keep moving forward toward healing, toward freedom. And, and I, I can, I tell you, Donna, there were days that, I, that I still cry as even today, like yeah. it's still sad. And so I have to, you know, experience it and then make a choice, experience it and then make a choice, you know, and that's, that's my, you know, methodology for, for finding balance. I think a lot of people just want to push things under the rug or pretend it's not there or, or put on a happy face and, that's just not authentic. That's not, that's not what's really going on. And I think we need to really practice what's going on and allow things to be, and then make really empowering choices from that place. Yeah, absolutely. The authentic, I think that it, for me, when I see that someone else is being vulnerable enough, and I know we don't share everything with everyone, Mm -hmm. but they're being vulnerable enough to say or to show, you know, life is hard right now, but I'm, I'm figuring it out. Then that gives me courage to say, okay, well, my life can be hard and I can figure it out. I don't have to hide in a corner somewhere Mm -hmm. and act like the world is fine when I'd really rather just kind of hide in the back corner of my closet. (laughs) If if the world really knew, right. Right. Just be there. Yeah. So if you were, and I know you're a master of this, but Let's consider that you're in a room with a woman who's sharing something similar. Describe to us what you might say to her to help her to find the balance and to find the courage to just move one more step. Well, I would start with what I I just shared about allowing each emotion and, you know, whether that's writing it down or feeling it or, you know, going on a run or punching a pillow, whatever it was, right? Like really allowing each emotion. And then I would teach her what, what, you know, that tool of uh, you, UI, UI and everybody can um, always has a choice and we have a choice to make a disempowering or we have a choice to make an empowering choice. But every moment we have a choice and I would um, teach her, you know, in this moment, you have a choice to make an empowering choice or disempowering choice. And what's the choice that you are going to make that's going to only move you forward? Not one that you feel, because but right now, right, you, you feel sad or you feel angry or you feel scared. So we can't make that choice from that place. We have to make a choice an empowering choice that's only going to move you towards the direction that you want in your business or in your life or both. So I would kind of walk her through that process of, of choices and empowering disempowering choices. And then I would, this is my favorite. And then I would encourage her that if she hasn't done it before, or now is the time that, um, to implement boundaries. And I, cause I think a lot of I think a lot of us women tend to um, feel that it's not relevant or not important to implement boundaries, but also not to follow through with them. And so I would, I would encourage her and show her and coach her and ask her questions around, you know, what is the boundary that is, or, or two or three that you are going to need in order to create balance, but it can't be a boundary that you're not willing to follow through with. So 
one of the things about, you know, implementing the tool of boundaries is if you're going to say it, then you have to be willing to follow through with it. Because if you don't follow through with it, then it sends a message to people that you say, okay, I'm going to start this boundary, right? Like you can't call me after eight or whatever it is. But if you don't honor it, don't follow through with it. And somebody calls you at 10 o'clock and you pick up, you've now sent them a message that, you know, what is that message you sent to them? that, you know, your boundary isn't worth honoring. So it's okay. You can keep squishing it or squashing it, you know? So really, really, really think it's important to incorporate honoring boundaries, setting them up and then honoring them and following them through. And I, and I know that that is super helpful in creating balance. So those would be the three things I would encourage her and coach her and, and come alongside her. Um, before we turn the corner to start uh, ending this broadcast and before we tell people how they can get in touch with you, Barbara, one of the things that I'd like to know is how, what did you learn about God that maybe you didn't know before in all of this process? Or hmm. I would say like, I knew it, but maybe I just didn't have the firsthand experience of it happening so often. Like he really will take care of us. Like he really, I, I just kept hearing his voice. Like, it's okay. I, I, I will take care of you. I will take care of you. I will take care of you. Right. Because as a single mom, you're always worried like, Oh, you know, money or, you know, safety or, you know, what's going to happen or how's my son going to turn out. And, you know, there's, there's just that ever pressing no um, voice. I will take care of you. That's what I promise. I will take care of you. I will take care of you. So that is just something that's really, really just been close to my heart through all of this. I love that. Love that so much. So I know that there will be people who want to reach out to you, Barbara. How do they do that? How's the best way for them to reach you? You can um, either pop on my website at my name, Barbara Masonette, M-A-I-S-O-N-E-T.com. And there is, you know, a way for you to reach out through there, or you can reach out to me through email, which is also my name. I know I spent a lot of time <laughs> coming up with my company name, <laughs> uh, but it's easy. At least you'll remember it. It's Barbara at BarbaraMasonette.com. Those are oh, the, well, the easiest ways to get a hold of me. Yep. Mm-hmm terrific terrific well we will make sure that's all in the show notes and available for everyone is there any last thing that you would like to tell people yes I would I, I want to um I want to encourage anybody listening there is always something that's going on in our life right and it doesn't have to be like on a scale of one to ten like a ten tragedy it could be you know, it could be a two, it could just be something that's uncomfortable, or that's causing, you know, a little bit of sadness, or a lot of sadness, or a little bit of anger, or a lot of anger. And my encouragement is, is, is that in those moments, right, is to really um, pause, right, because sometimes we can be reactionary, but really pause, and really, really ask yourself, what is it that I most want right here? And what is my choice that I'm going to make? to, to achieve that. Right. I think us, us mm. sometimes can be all over the place and then, and then our kids come and then we get affected over here and then somebody tells us no. And then somebody tells us yes. And then we have to take the kids to soccer. And then like, we're figuring out what's happening for dinner. And then like 
all of a sudden our moment, right? Our, our tragedy, whatever it is, the number two tragedy or the number 10 tragedy, it just gets pushed to the back burner. And then at night we're so exhausted that we don't think about it. And then we wake up and it's still there. And so my encouragement is, is to take a moment and to pause and to go lock yourself in the bathroom if you have to, or lock the doors in the car and, and let the kids run around the car for five minutes. Or, you know, if you're parked at the park, right, whatever it is to, to really honor yourself and ask yourself, what is it that I really, really want or need right here? And, and what are the intentional empowering choices I'm going to make to get that? And if we really practice that as women, we'll start to see, you know, greater, greater, um, just greater achievements in our choices rather than just feeling at the mercy of everybody else or just chaos or running around or, you know, checking off the boxes of, okay, I did the laundry. I made the dinner. I, you know, cleaned the floor just, or I went to work and I came back from work and, you know, just that (laughs) checklist that we could all do every day. Yeah. I think it's important for women to be intentional and to really pause and honor what they're going through, the emotions or, you know, the thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. So beautiful and so powerful. Barbara, thank you so much for being my guest today. You're welcome, Donna. I appreciate it. I'm honored and I'm so super grateful to have this opportunity. And we will make sure everyone can find you in the show notes. So if you've listened today and something that Barbara has said has sparked you and you want to know more about her and what she has for you, be sure and do that. And I know she's offered a nice little uh, coaching package and we'll put those in the notes so you can get to that too. Thank you again, Barbara. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Donna. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really hope that something that you heard helped you to be encouraged and inspired. And in fact, if it has, would you do me a favor? Would you please just share this with a friend of yours and join me over on social media on Facebook and Instagram? Well, you know, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. But be sure and go to the website DonnaWollum.com and grab the free resources that we have for you. Thanks again and have a wonderful living at my best day.